Support for Talking Heart on WVIK comes from the people at Quad City Bank and Trust, helping the local community with their banking and financial needs for more than 20 years. Information is at qcbt.com. Support also comes from the estate of Margaret Skinner, a longtime friend of WVIK and lover of the arts. This is Carolyn Martin, and I'm talking art today with Naeem Bouchereb, the owner of the Iowa Oriental Rug Company and Renaissance Antiques in Davenport. And we're going to explore the topic of Oriental rugs today, their history and design. Welcome, Naeem. Glad to be here. Thank you. You're welcome. Glad to have the chance to talk with you because we haven't covered the decorative arts yet on this program. And this story really starts when you were a very young person and found yourself gravitating towards old things. Describe how you became involved in your business. I had an antique shop in Davenport, and uh, one day this gentleman from Iran, his name was Joseph Lavian, he came to the area looking for antique uh, Persian works, which I didn't have, but uh, I was very much interested in uh, I asked him if he can come and open a store here in the Quad City, which, which he did. Then uh, I started learning about him from him. He taught me everything to know uh, about uh, not only Persian works, uh, uh, tribal works, uh, Russian works, uh, works from the Caucasus, who are very, very collectible. And uh, I started going on the road and buying antique works and selling them to the Germans and the Italians and the Swiss. Hmm. Uh, And that's so interesting. You you had said before, you know, you were again running this antique store. You told me where there are antiques, there are rugs, and where there are rugs, there are antiques. Absolutely. They they really are linked. Yes. You know, they they go all together all the time. You know, uh, wealthy people, they have the silver, the the crystal, the rugs, all connected uh, together. Now, you grew up in Morocco. Was your family into antiques or rugs? Did you learn this skill, this trade from a family member? No, not at all. My dad was a judge, and he was a farmer. And when I was six, seven years old, I used to go to flea markets. <laughs> Which must have been really pretty exciting at that stage in yeah. Morocco, oh, I'm, yes. I'm guessing. Yeah. And the story behind how you ended up in the Quad Cities, how you came to the States, is really quite interesting. Yes. Uh, I was in Chinooth Air Force Base in uh, Rantoul, Illinois, and uh, I met a lady uh, at the USO in Chicago. I was from Moline, and uh, we got together, and we got married. And when I got out of the service, I uh, came to the Quad Cities in 1972. So you've been here a long time, and that's really interesting. So you were in the Moroccan Air Force, and there was some reciprocal arrangement with the U.S. Yes, Air Force. and the French Air Force also. Huh. The term Oriental Rug, which is in the, you know, the name of your business, is somewhat uh, of a misnomer. What, what countries do these rugs come from? There's, there's, there's somewhat something called the rug belt. Well, there is the, uh, the Persians, the Turks, the Indians— the Pakistanis, Morocco, Romania. In the old days, the French and the English, they also had handmade works. So uh, the most important thing is to know who the maker is. Mm-hmm. You know, that's uh, what's important about them. 
Mm-hmm. Now, when you said Persian rug, those are rugs from Iran. Yes. Uh, called Persian from Iran. Uh, Iran was called Persia until 1935. Mm-hmm. Then they changed the name to Iran. There are some other differences between Persian rugs and in what we call Oriental rugs. Besides coming from Iran, the Persian rugs are very high quality. Yes, basically the best rugs in the world are Persian, and everybody produces Persian rugs. And what makes them better? They're made by master weavers. Most of them, good rugs, are always made by master, just like paintings, you know. Of course, there is a low end and a high end in every country, and... uh, but the finest always been the Persians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're, they're, the, the better rugs are th- a thin pile yes. versus a thicker rug. Yeah, the thinner they are, the better they are. Mm-hmm. And the Persians are, um, it sounds like, also known for their extremely rich color combinations. Yeah. And uh, the, the count, uh, the, the nuts count goes from 100 to seven, 800 nuts per square inch. Well, that's... So dense, yes, so many knots. So dense, you know. And do they? There, there's a now. There's a difference in knots too. Knots can be tied in different ways. So some rugs are characterized by different knot yes. tying techniques. There is the Persian knot and the, the Turkish knot. Mm-hmm. Th- those are the two major knots uh, used. You had mentioned the master weavers, and then you'd also mentioned the tribal rugs. So they can be made in very different ways. Can you describe the major differences between these two types of production? For example, Isfahan rugs, they're family rugs. They're made by families, and they t- sometimes takes years to make a rug. Now, tribal rugs, they're made in tents where people live, and uh, they have a wool foundation, and they just made them, make them quickly and take them to the market and sell them to dealers. And but they're still very collectible. Very. Tribal rugs are very collectible. Mm-hmm. They're one of a kind. Yeah. You know, they're not factory uh, made. And because they're made in, in tents often in these small villages, their looms are built differently. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's very personal. And they're more, I think, horizontal versus these master weavers use these really large upright or yes. vertical looms. Yes. And sometimes when they are extremely fine rugs, they use needle. There's a link between the different types of patterns as well. So the master weavers tend to use more, like make more formal patterns. Yes. Correct. And then how would you describe the tribal rugs? Well, the tribal rugs are very geometrical design. They're mm-hmm. more arts and craft. Mm-hmm. And they're more warm rug because they're made by a family, and, and they're one of a kind. So. And their backing is wool versus the master weavers may use what other materials yeah, for the, the back of their rugs? Yeah, the, the foundation for, uh, with master weavers usually the cotton or silk, where the uh, tribal rugs, they use a wool foundation, a natural wool foundation there. That, and wool is not very strong, so those rugs are not very, very strong. Well, I love the fact that uh, rugs are generally named after the village or town where they were woven or by the weaving tribe uh, in yeah. the case of these nomadic pieces. Absolutely. Uh, basically, in Iran, every town has its own work that is 100% different than the next town, which could be as, as far as 20 miles. And that's how we know they have different color, different weave, uh, different design. That's Mm -hmm. when we say there is a rug here uh, that was very popular in the U.S. called the Seruk. 
And about 1910, 1910, this gentleman uh, from uh, the U.S. designed this organ, went to this little village in uh, Iran and had thousands of them made, and they became an American work, an American tradition. And a hundred years later, they're still in perfect condition. Mm -hmm. You can find them very often. Yeah, because they do last a very long time. They're oh, yes. so well made. Yeah. Um, and that, and so because they last a long time, you know, we've been able to trace back um, the art of rug weaving is, is very ancient. And approximately when do people believe that rug weaving began? It can be traced back for, oh, yeah. for yeah, a very long thousands time. Thousands of years, yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, but the, because it's a fabric, of course, it's always subject yes. to decay. And well, wool will decay and silk will decay, but silk will decay faster than wool. Well, the colors are, you know, are beautiful in a Persian or Oriental rug, and, and most of the dyes now are synthetic, but in the past they were made from natural dyes, from yes. plants or animals. Are some of those natural dyes still used? They're still used, uh, but they're a bit expensive, but they're still used. Mm -hmm. And you had said before that you can sometimes tell where rug is made simply by the colors. Yes, absolutely. See, every country has its own colors. Chinese got their colors, or it's Indians, or it's Pakistani. So right away we know by the color. Mm -hmm. right? And that's the nice thing about you being such an expert in your area, is that you, you can tell that. You told me a story the other day about someone who purchased a rug that she thought was from one part of the world, where in actuality it was produced absolutely. someplace different. Absolutely. You know. I always say when you're buying a rug, the provenance is very important. The provenance. Yes. yes. Where it came from. Yes. Where you purchased it from. Yes. Mm -hmm. When you purchase rugs, what qualities do you look for? When I buy them, there is different prices. When somebody wants to spend uh, $1,500 or somebody wants to spend $10,000. I have a big vari variety of uh, different rugs for different people. But ultimately, it comes down to the emotional value of a piece, yes. too. Um, besides, the, of course, the design and the materials yeah. that are used. But you need to just love love it. Oh, yes. You know, the uh, rugs in this country have always been loved. <laughs> you know, as a matter of fact, one time this lady had a couple of antique rugs, and I went to see her, and I signed a check. And I told her, here, put your price on it. She looked at me, she said, you can take my food, but you never take my rugs. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and they really, and they're passed down from generation to yes, generation, so yeah, pe people really do become deeply yeah. connected yes. with these. We usually buy rugs, uh, antique rugs, from the inheritors, not the owners. So you sell new and used rugs at your store, and that's, I think, one of the reasons why it's so interesting to yeah, me. We sell new, used, and antique, antique rugs. Right. Yeah. So I'm interested in the knotting, and you you had said before the density of the knots correlates to the quality of the rug. Right. And some people compare the the knots to a, like the pixel of a of a like a digital picture. Yes. So the the more dense, the the more um, you know the the more elaborate the design and and the colors I'm guessing would be more pronounced. Absolutely, you know, uh, when the finer rugs they have very clear. Uh, pattern, very uh, symmetrical, very uh, perfect. When it's less quality, when you just average rugs, they cut them real high that way. They don't. They look better. 
you had mentioned that the different varieties of rug design, there there are many different types. Some are very intricate with elaborate borders. Some have medallions in the center. Some are covered by a more uniform, you'd, you'd, said, you'd use the word geometric pattern. Yeah. Yeah. Does the particular design tell you something specific about where a drug was produced or who made it? See, uh, like we said, every town is its own work. Mm-hmm. You know, towns like Isfahan, Kum, Kashan, those are very well known for their formal rugs. Mm-hmm. So it's the design and the colors and yes. the pigments that yeah. are used. Both Absolutely. of those tell you and give you clues as to where it originated yes, from. exactly. And for geometricals, you got like Haris, like Shiraz, like uh, more, more small towns or tribals. Mm-hmm. And those are very geometrical designs. The collecting of oriental rugs as an art form um, began in this century, around um, like at the turn of the century, between the the late 1800s and 1900s, right. I think, is when it became very popular in the United right. States. Of course, right. worldwide, they've been used for for many, many, many hundreds of years, if not millennia, uh, and really provided kind of a sense of culture, a refinement to families. Well, uh, here's an example: one of the largest, probably the largest collection of Oriental rugs, antique Oriental rugs in the world, is in Moline. What? Yes. <laughs> Where? In Moline, Illinois, in a house. There's this gentleman, he has a special uh, room built with cobwebs, and he sticks all his rugs in there, and he calls. He used to call me uh, every uh, two, three years to come and appraise him. Oh, I had no idea. Look, yes. Well, I'm not sure if it's appropriate to, to mention a name no. here or not, but, but no. those collectors really are what then feed... Uh, Feed galleries oh, and yes. museums. Yeah. Um, uh, this gentleman has a museum of rugs, not only rugs, everything else in his house. Do you think there'll be, is the plan to donate them at once? Well, uh, after he passed, uh, I never contacted the family, uh, but uh, uh, I know for a fact they probably will take him to some very important uh, auction house or yeah. something. You know. huh. Well, I had read um, for people who are interested in antique rugs, it's it's a little bit of a drive in St. Louis, but the mm-hmm. St. Louis Art Museum has a, apparently a great collection. It's It was last um, displayed, I think, in 2016. Yeah. It's probably part of their permanent collection, but yeah. there was a, uh, they called it the James Ballard Collection, and this that was an individual who amassed a tremendous number of rugs apparently and split his collection between the St. Louis Art Museum and the Metropolitan yeah. Museum of Art in, yeah. in New York City. So yeah, they really are collectibles. Now, Now, at some point they kind of fell out of favor in the United States in the, what, what did you say, the six, I think you told me earlier, the 60s, 1960s, 1970s rugs weren't um, in favor as much, at least in here in the U.S. So many of the rugs here were sold and sent back overseas to Europe. Right. Well, uh, it happened that, uh, when people got into carpet, they forgot about rugs and they just gave to them carpet. away. carpet, uh-huh. yes. Yeah. And just started giving them away. And uh, now they're all in Europe. All American rugs are in Europe. Uh, what's left here uh, is just very little of, of, of collections and, and whatnot. But now they've they've seemed to have uh, they're experiencing a resurgence a little oh, bit. Yes. It seems like to me. Oh, absolutely! People start having hardwood floors again, yeah. and uh, just, then they're looking for rugs, but more modern rugs, more uh, uh, not very important rugs. But we still sell the traditionals, 
which yeah. is traditional always stays. Mm -hmm. And the Good. U.S. is somewhat unusual in terms of we use more carpet than other uh, countries. Yes. More uh, people in other countries tend to have um, a higher percentage of wood floors and then, then there is, of course, space yeah, yeah. and a place for these beautiful rugs. Yeah. Some people, of course, would hang them as, tapis as a tapestry. Absolutely. Yeah. And I hang them on the wall. There is many beautiful rugs, like prayer rugs and whatnot, and people hang them on the walls, like silk rug and very collectible items. And, and like we said, all Europeans uh, basically use oriental rugs. They don't have carpet. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Where do you obtain your rugs? Well, I used to import uh, some from Iran, but uh, most of the time I get them through distributors in New York and Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And you just developed yeah. a working relationship with yes. them over the years? Yes. Yeah. If, uh, if someone is interested in purchasing a, a you know, quality rug for their home, what should they know or what should they look for? Well, uh, see the rug that they like first and like the colors and like the patterns. That's the most important thing. And, and they want to live with it. You know, that's, that's what it is. It comes down to. Mm -hmm. uh, I can show them the best rug in the world. If they don't like it, it doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. You'd you know? warned me before about the dangers of Internet purchasing with rugs. Yes. Uh, buying a rug on the Internet is uh, not good because the picture is, is always 100% different than the rug. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in terms of just like you can't tell the exact color. No. Um, no. And you, it, there's something about a rug. You, it's very tactile experience. Yes. You want to feel it. Yeah. Um, well, see what uh, the back is like. Never buy a rug until you take it home and try it, period. You mean put it in your house yeah, with your Yeah, put it things. in your house, put it in the spot you want it and see how it looks. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to have some uh, uh, problems. Mm -hmm. you know. uh, like I said, uh, for some reason or another, when you take a picture of a rug, it's 100% different than the rug. 100% <laughs> different. You can say that about people sometimes, yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> this is such an ancient, ancient art. Are there uh, threats to continued rug production in, in our modern times? Well, when politics get into the business and the art business is not good. And usually when it comes to works, politics always get into uh, between uh, this and that like before. Mm -hmm. So you had mentioned in Iran where the Persian rugs always come from, that they are kind of, there's a little bit of a trend away from rug yes. production there, yeah. manufacturing. Yeah. Yeah. People got wealthier, they go into construction business and they just gave up rugs. And, and as I explained to you, there is Rugs are more expensive in Ireland than the U.S. Mm -hmm. And why is that? Well, because the, 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 there is more rugs, more Persian rugs in this country than there are in Iran. Ah. Because for uh, 100... Can you just repeat that? Yeah, don't, and you don't hit the microphone. Okay. Uh, it's, I'll say, and why yeah. is that? Well, uh, because most of the rugs, they came to this country. And they they were exporting. Exporting, and a rug doesn't die. You know, they, 100 years ago, 50 years ago, they're still all here. Hmm. So And so because they're producing less now, they're actually very costly to, to those people living there. Yes. Huh. Uh, well, tell us if you can about the services that you offer, because I think this is interesting. Besides selling rugs, for people, for people who, who own one, um, you should know that, no. uh, that your company, you also offer some specialized cleaning and repair work. Yes. We clean rugs. We remove stains. Uh, we uh, reweave if you have a hole or dry Reweave. Yeah, yeah, we reweave. I got a weaver that is uh, 
out of this world, you can do working to perfection. Mm-hmm. Now, you had said a reweaving you sent to your contacts in New York City, yes. right, where they repaired there and then sent right. back. So that's a yeah. service that we can take advantage of for right. people who Absolutely. have, have uh, you know, really yeah. quality rugs here. Besides your beautiful rugs, you also deal in high-end uh, antiquities, and you're the uh-huh. only purveyor of these items that I know of in the Quad Cities. Uh, what, what type of antique objects do you sell? We specialize in glass. Uh, most of it will be like Lalique, uh, Tiffany, Quezel, Stuban, and uh, lamps. We do like uh, Handel, Pearpoint, uh, Tiffany lamps. Uh, then uh, glassware from Germany, uh, porcelain, the Vienna, the, basically anything that is really uh, high quality. Yeah. That's what we specialize in. A lot of paintings and watercolors. It's beautiful. And I saw some sterling yes. pieces when I was and in silver, there. And silver, of course. Mm-hmm. Some silver. We specialize in antique silver also. Mm-hmm. Right now you have this really interesting, I think it's mahogany, maybe mu- a music box yes. from the turn of the century. Yes. And music boxes. Uh, this special music box has drums and bells and kind of a museum piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just like old things, and I yeah. just uh, have a good time doing it. <laughs> well, we're so glad that you do, so that yeah. we get to see them. Where yeah. Now, where do you find your antiques? Because I'm imagining the source is a little different from where you yes. purchase your rugs. All over the country. All over the country. There's not much antiques in the Midwest, mm-hmm. but... I've been bringing a lot of fabulous pieces. Like auctions or estate uh, sales or where yeah, do you go? Yeah, big shows, auctions. I used to travel to France a lot and uh, Germany. And, mm-hmm. and by, you speak French. Yes, I, know. I speak four languages. Uh, I, go, I used to travel to France, Germany, uh, some European countries and buy antiques there and bring them back. Mostly small stuff, no furniture. So then all over the country I go to... Big shows like Miami and uh, uh, Boston and uh, everywhere. Where there's Denver, there's some big shows everywhere, and we contact with dealers and we buy and sell. And yeah, that must be so so interesting. What 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 do you find is the biggest source of satisfaction in your work? Well, I'll do it for free if I have to. <laughs> I just love antiques. Mm-hmm. What you, you know, had said before, you were like seven or something, living in yes, Morocco, when yeah. you decided that you just loved old things, and yes, maybe it was yeah. the you know the allure, the yeah. the of those flea markets, like you had talked yeah. about, that I started to, this for you. I used to buy coins then, uh, American coins. People, uh, ladies used to use them for jewelry on their heads. Huh. Back in Morocco. Yes. Yeah. Well, Naeem Bouchereb, thank you so much for talking today. It was just so interesting, and I hope people can stop by and see the Io Oriental Rug Company and talk with Naeem sometime in person. The store is located at 3885 Elmore Avenue in Davenport in the Cloverleaf shopping area, and you do need to look for it a bit as it's tucked back between Doland Jewelers and Sam's Club near the Heritage Natural Food Store. It's a hidden gem for those who appreciate oriental rugs and the other decorative arts. This has been Carolyn Martin, talking art in the Quad Cities for WVIK. Our theme music is provided by a Quad City legend, the late Ellis Cal. (laughs) ¶¶